This is a Broad Pods production. This is Pause Beyond the Court. Playing a team sport when you're a young woman creates friendships, community, and fitness, along with delivering a few challenges too. Joe White, a mum and qualified social worker, has gathered those in the know from teens to experts to Olympic champs and beyond to make navigating those challenges much easier with a bonus mindful moment in each episode. Hi, I'm Joe, and next up we talk to Maxine Windrum, professional bra fitter and co-founder of Brava Lingerie Stores. We wanted to get the lowdown on everything you need to know about sports bras for teens. If you had information about how to buy a sports bra, would you go on your own or with parents or with friends? Probably like with parents or friends, not alone, but maybe parents because like if you go with your mum or something, she might like know more about it. Um, I would go with my mum personally because I feel like she would be helpful and would be able to help me with like sizes and stuff. I feel like I'll go with my mum because she's older so she's done it all before so she would know. What's your favourite colour of sports bra? Like black, white or like a nude colour? Probably the same. Probably black because it's like probably wouldn't be as see-through. Do you prefer to wear a crop top as well as a sports bra? Well like when you're playing, when you're like running around and stuff, crop tops aren't like that supportive you know and sports bras are kind of made for like that stuff so like if you're playing, if you've do sports then you definitely need one. How often do you think you'd wash a sports bra? I guess as much as you need or like maybe after a game because you'll probably sweat a lot. Depends how much you like play games that week like if you're if you're playing like if you're doing two trainings a week and two games a week then you might want to wash it like two times a week or just depends how much you sweat too it just kind of depends on like what you prefer and who you are. What do you think would be a helpful way for a parent to have a chat with their child about sports bars? Well, they could, like, ask whether they think they, like, want or need one. Try not to make the situation, like, awkward. Like, make sure you're, like, comforting them. Like, not in a weird way, though. And, like, try and brighten up the mood with a couple of jokes. Maxine, thank you so much for joining me to be a part of the podcast. I really appreciate that. It's so great to have you on board to talk about this important topic around sports bras today. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. I'm looking forward to um, sharing what I can. So how long have you been involved in the bra industry? Coming on to 16 years now. My mum and I started the business due to our own challenges as adolescent girls. And it really didn't leave us for decades and decades until we started to think about changing the service for these young girls. And what has been the biggest change in comfort, style or technology over the last 16 years that you've been involved Uh, We've seen subtle changes. I wouldn't say huge changes, but there's certainly some improvements on the fabrics, like they're more moisture wicking. There's certainly been an improvement on helping 
girls with a fuller bust. So when we first started this business, it was rare to find a sports bra above a double D or an E cup. We now stock up to a K cup. So there were certainly a lot of these girls who weren't playing sport at all because they didn't have the support that they needed or were squashing themselves into very uncomfortable bras. So the size range is much more inclusive now, including, and I'm not just talking about what people refer to as plus size. I'm also talking about those girls with a very small frame, a size six to eight frame with a full bust. You didn't used to be able to find bras below a size 10 back, which means a lot of girls weren't getting the support that they needed, especially playing sports. So so definitely the size ranges have changed. And you will read a lot of the amazing technology in sports bras. But to be honest with you, I don't hold it up much because I think in the end, if a sports bra is not fitted well, then it doesn't matter what sort of technology it has. So the, the actual fit is probably most important. Mm, so it sounds like what you're saying, it's very it's a very individualised approach. It's not one size fits all. And there's yep. a number of factors that really impact the appropriate fitting for someone based on their body shape and size. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that is probably the most important to getting the right fit and comfort and support because there's a lot of uh, big marketing dollars in the big sports bra brands. But just because it works for Serena Williams, it doesn't mean that it works for, you know, the the average adolescent girl. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to buying your very first sports bra, what can people, both parents and their player, expect? What does a good experience look like? I actually think it's quite different. It's it's very individual. It can depend on your age. It can depend on your shape and your size. It can depend on the relationship with your mother or your father or whoever's taking you. It can depend Mm. on how you think about your body and the messages that you've been given. So that experience can be very different. And I think it's why it's really important to get the right advice because if you're a young girl and you go for your first bra fitting and it is not a good experience, you may never get her back. It's very different depending on all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you've highlighted some really important factors. Not everyone has a relationship that's uh, comfortable or open enough to have some of these discussions, let alone be supported in that situation of shopping. So it's really great to know that there is that support out there and available, even if it is just walking in through the door and then leaving them and empowering them really to have that autonomy to to go through that process themselves and really have that independence. So Yeah, and I think you can just ask the question of, you know, do you want me to be with you during the bra fitting? or would you like me to leave you there? And, you know, we may have a particular staff member who's particularly good with adolescent girls or sometimes we have trans people coming in or young girls on the spectrum. I think for that peace of mind, you can always give the store a call and just give them the heads up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really helpful information, actually. Really good top tip, I guess, um, in (laughs) making sure that, you know, as parents, they are as equipped and have the information that they need in order to support their young person. So, yeah, yeah, thank you. Where do you start when considering buying a sports bra for a young person, especially if they're a first timer? I tend to think going slowly. A young girl of 10 or 11, 12, when she's starting to develop, the first step may just be a crop top. It may be just something that, that's colourful, that is under her, her T-shirt, which starts getting her used to wearing something that is sort of 
a step towards wearing a bra. In it, but I think it's also important that she knows that another progression of that is to get a professional bra fitting. Yeah, I think slowly, slowly, but it also depend, depends on her development. So we do see young girls, 12 or 13, who are already at an F cup or a G cup, and they do need to wear a bra rather than just a crop top, especially if they're playing sport or active, or they, they might be starting to feel quite uncomfortable about their shape. So I think it depends. But if you can start slowly rather than going straight into a bra fitting, I think that's that's a good first step. What actually happens in a fittings? Sure. I think it's probably quite different for different places, whether it's a department store, a sports store or a lingerie store. I would certainly recommend getting, say, crop tops from sports stores is fine. But when it comes to actually cup size bras, I would definitely recommend department store or a lingerie store because they're trained bra fitters. So I can tell you what we do. When a, a woman or a girl comes into the store, first of all, we'll, we'll welcome her and, and greet her and ask her what she's what she's after with a very soft approach, always a very soft approach. And we don't come into the fitting room until we ask her permission. So I think one of the biggest fears for especially young girls is thinking we're going to see her breasts or she's going to be half naked and we're a stranger to her. And especially if she's not used to undressing in front of even her family or her friends, um, it can be quite overwhelming. So we try to set the expectations when we meet her, saying that, you know, I'm going to find her, once we find out her, her needs, then we'll, we'll say we're going to grab a bra, we'll pass it into you, so you'll try it on and when you're ready, let us know and we'll come in and check the straps of the bra and the back of the bra. So it's always about the fit of the bra it's not about her breasts. So we're just checking the different elements of fit and then we'll just tell her a little bit about how the bra's fitting and why we may need to get a different size and then we will go go out of the room, grab another bra, pass it into her uh, for her to put it on herself. Mm-hmm. But we will always ask her if she needs help to put on the bra, but 99% of the time it's no. When I was a teenager, and I went for my bra fitting, it was a horrible experience. I felt very embarrassed and very uncomfortable. I was le- I was left there half naked in the change room and I didn't un- understand what I had to do. Like I was very confused. Like, do I put the bra on? Do I take it off? Do I turn this way? Do I turn that way? And it was very confusing. And I think a lot of girls experienced that. Back, you know, a few decades ago, it was the bra fitter coming in, putting the bra on for you. But I truly believe that it's very important that we help to educate young girls how to put the bra on themselves, how to get themselves into the bra and to understand what a good bra fits and feels like. And that is a big part of a good bra fitting of how it feels feels to her as well. Because if she walks out with a bra she doesn't like, she's never going to wear it. She just isn't. So, you know, she, she has to be empowered to make some choices herself as well. No, I love that step-by-step approach and really just sort of, yeah, being very much guided, as you say, as to how they're feeling, how they're responding and being really respectful about that. So, yeah, yeah, really, really important. Yeah, it's well, it's a very sensitive issue with with around these girls and their bodies because they're already coming in feeling that they're different to everybody else, you know, which they are. They have Mm -hmm. the unique shape. We're all all different, Um, but there's not many girls around that age that are particularly confident with their body in in the fitting room. So it's you really do have to be 
very sensitive because we want them to be comfortable enough to come back to us mm. and then have a lifetime of brafting experiences to keep them feeling comfortable, being active, and um, each time they come in feeling a little bit better and better about their body too, that it's that it's normal. I, I mean, I, I know that I had a, a lot of body images myself growing up because of the size of my breasts and my body shape, being teased at school. And it was only when I became a bra fitter that I realised that my body was absolutely fine because I'd seen all these different shapes and I was actually really surprised and this is when I was in my late 30s 40s that I wasn't so bad after all you know and these amazing women that I was fitting they had great bodies shapely and Mm. different different shapes and held themselves in different ways and it just really occurred to me that that we all are unique but unfortunately unless you're a bra fitter or a nurse or you're in that sort of industry you don't actually realize that you know everybody is a bit different yeah you don't have that same access do you to bodies in general and just see that everyone is unique and different and um we're all beautiful in our own way that's right and i actually don't think and i don't know if this is unique to me but i can't remember ever undressing in front of anybody until maybe my 40s like it just wasn't part of our family and it just wasn't something that we that we did. And I think that is probably not unique mm. to me either. Mm. Mm. How do you find the right fit? Do you have any suggestions around size, strap, etc.? Yeah, again, it depends on the body but I think you've got to be very conscious of your your own body so if it's not feeling comfortable then it, it's meant to feel comfortable you know so I guess the biggest issue with bra fits and sports bra fits is many women are put into a band too big and a cup too too small or a few cups too small So about 80% of the support comes from the band. It's like an anchor and then the straps uh, sort of give it a bit more balance rather than taking the weight of your breast. Now, I would say with sports bras, they're a little, they don't have as much stretch in them. So they are going to feel a little bit more restrictive than a, just an everyday bra. So you, you do have to expect a slight, uh, you can feel them a bit more, but you want to because you want that support. So there's a few different types of sports bras. You can either wear a compression sports bra, which is basically compresses your bust to minimise the movement. So that will feel you will feel it's like a bandage around you almost and then you have an encapsulation bra which is two cups which is separating your breasts now you can wear either they're both as good as each other but sometimes for different shapes um, and you'll sort of know which one you prefer when you when you try them on there's different features for sports with sports bras like a razorback now I like the razorbacks where you can clip and unclip so you can have the versatility of both. But a razorback almost always gives you more support than if it's not a razorback because it holds you in a little bit more. I would actually love to know how on earth do you get into a razorback? (laughs) Oh, especially when you're sweating. (laughs) Yeah, and I often find myself twisting and turning trying to get into... Yeah. Yeah, is there a... 
Um, no, they are harder, but then you're probably talking about the razorbacks that are a permanent razorback mm-hmm. that you slip it over over your head. Yes. Yeah, they are harder. So I actually prefer a razorback with a clip. Mm-hmm. So you actually can wear them as just a, a normal bra or you put your hands sort of back behind your head and clip it at the back mm-hmm. so you so they're a lot easier to put on and you can have that versatility. But no, um, the Razorbacks, the permanent Razorbacks, they're more of a crop style. Yeah, it's a bit of a workout itself. Yeah, <laughs> and, and maybe it is the younger ones that can manage to sort of contort their body into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any tips I can give you that. I think it just depends on your flexibility. And yeah. um, But, you know, they are very difficult. <laughs> and what's a helpful way to have the chat with your child regarding the need or the benefits of wearing a sports bra? What I would love to see is sports bra education in schools. I think that a lot of emphasis is put on sports shoes and it's the same element. It's fit, support and comfort. Mm. Um, And sports bras are just as important, if not more important. And I would love to see some sports education in schools, part of their kit, you know, their PE kit, because it should be just a normal part of the the conversation when you're talking Mm. about menstruation or when you're talking about health or yeah I would love to see that um that included as part of the conversation yeah I think that's great it's everyday living really yeah isn't it yeah 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 and we also know that there has been studies done by different universities in the UK and in Australia that adolescent girls they just study um they were between 11 and 15 and it was around 75% were not playing sport because of either breast pain or discomfort around getting the right support. So, you know, not having this support can decrease active participation. I mean, I know I was on a netball team and I, I remember feeling uncomfortable and in the end I didn't didn't play sport because I wasn't feeling comfortable and I think there's a lot of girls who are so uncomfortable with their body that it stops them from being healthy and participating. Mm, it's mm. another factor, isn't it, impacting it is. that sort of disengagement from sport, especially yeah. for young adolescent women. So, yeah, really yeah. important thing to consider as well. Mm, yeah, absolutely. What's the most important factor when choosing a sports bra? How it does feel on you. I think it's very intuitive. I mean, you don't necessarily know what a good fitting bra feels and looks like, but you do know if you're bouncing around too much. So it's always important to do the bounce test. I would also say that if you're going to get a fitting and you're uh, you're playing in a high impact sport like basketball or you have a fuller bust, I would say to go to a lingerie store or a department store rather than a sports store because I just, I don't know, I'm just not sure if I have the confidence they have the experience of a trained bra fitter. Most of our bra fitters have at least sort of five, ten years experience. So, um, and I'd say the department stores would as well. And I think that's really important to have a wide range of sports bras to choose from with different features rather than just focusing on, um, on a couple of brands. So I think the fit, if you're fitting yourself, uh, so we don't use tape measures because the breast is a volume you know builders use tape measures it's for straight lines so feeling how the bra feels on you is very very important so when we 
advise women how to fit their own bra, we usually ask them to put their best fitting bra on and then we go through a few elements of the band. Is the band firm? Are you bulging out of the bra? Are the straps, um, can you put sort of two fingers under under the straps? Is the back riding up? Is the, the centre core sitting right between the bust? So there's a few elements that we can go through to determine a good fit, but it really is on different points of the bra rather than a measurement mm. because you can also have a 12C in one bra and this, and you'd have another bra that would fit you, which may be a, a 10E. So there's no global sizing when it comes to bras. So you're, you're not just one number. So I think the focus on the actual fit is more important than the actual what's on the label. Mm. Mm. And that's really what adds to the complexity and the trickiness, I guess, especially if you're yeah. starting out and this is a new experience for you, yeah. um, that not one size is the same um, or has the no. same fit. No, that's right. Women are very scared of the, the label. So if we, and quite often we don't talk about it in the in the fitting room unless they ask, but they could be an, an F cup, but an F cup on a small frame can look like a B cup to most people because I won't go into the intricacies of bra fitting because it's, it's mm. actually quite complex. But, for example, a D cup on a size 10 frame compared to on an 18 frame, that's four sizes different mm-hmm. in volume. So um, it can be complicated. So it really is about it feeling Oh, it's actually it's actually it's hard for to give advice to mm. know how your bra is fitting. So comfort really is key. Well, comfort <laughs> is the comfort is key. So a bra should not be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. A bra you should be able to. So when it comes to the band, you should be able to lift your arms in the air, and the band does not come off your skin. So it needs to be firm. If there's anywhere there where the wire is sitting on your breast tissue. It's usually because the cup is too small. The biggest common fit issues is a band too big and a cup too small or a few cups too small. So anywhere where the bra is digging into you, whether it be a piece of fabric or the wire or a clip at the back, then that's not how a bra should feel. So you shouldn't want to have to rip your bra off at the end of the day. It should be it should be comfortable to wear all the day. You shouldn't have to adjust it all day. If you're adjusting it, then you're probably in the wrong either style or size. And how are sports bras different from regular bras? Yeah, so a sports bra um, should always be fuller. It should cover the breast completely and that's where you get a lot of the support. Fabric always has less give in it so it's not stretchy and so it needs to be to support you. Generally the straps are wider. I would say don't go for aesthetics with a sports bra, go for support. It's always nice to get both but it really is about the support and the comfort to enable you to participate in activities and and your chosen sport. How fast do teenagers grow and how often should they get their bra refitted? Yeah, so um, uh, again, the growth will depend on the individual. Some young girls develop very quickly and I think as you see them develop, get a bra fitting more often. So it may even be, so 12 months at a minimum, I would say. I would say that if you notice your daughter, you know, budding and and starting to develop, then 
start the process of a bra fitting, but every 12 months. How often should we wear our sports bra? And how often should we wash our sports bra? Yeah, um, I think it sort of depends on how much you sweat. Yep. You know, like I think if you in, are in full sweat mode, then you'd chuck it in the machine. Mm-hmm. But if you're just going for a walk and there isn't much sweat, then you may be able to wear it for a few days in a row. What are the differences between the different options that are available? So wire versus non-wire. Are there any other sort of key differences between those options? No, look, the main options are mostly you would have the compression, which is the non-wire, and then you would have the encapsulation bra, which is in most cases a a wire bra. I I wear both and I like both, but some women will favour one or the other. I think it's just about trying either and either can give a similar amount of support. So um, I wouldn't say the wire is going to support you more than the non-wire or vice versa. It really depends on how your shape works with that particular bra. So some women don't like the compression feeling because they feel very squashed in. Um, They prefer to be separated. But the women who prefer compression, they like it because it is compression because they feel like they're held on. And should a crop top be worn over a sports bra? What are the pros and cons? So most sports bras should give you the level of support you need. However, because we work with a lot of women who play sport with a fuller bust, sometimes they just like the security of Mm -hmm. wearing a crop top over the top. I think you should do what you want to do. So if you feel more secure to have a crop top over your sports bra, just to hold in the jiggly bits, then I think that that is okay. What would be the average cost of investment in a good quality sports bra? Because we work with women with a fuller bar, they tend to be a little bit more expensive. They have more structure, more more components, and they're not the ones you'd find in an everyday sort of department store sports bra. So they can be around $100, but I think that you can get a reasonable sports bra for around 60 or 70. Crops are a lot, lot cheaper as well. So I would say anywhere between 60 and $100, which I know that seems a lot of money for a lot of young girls and a lot of, lot of parents, but I'd say put the same value on the sports bra as you would sports shoes. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of families might spend, I'm not sure what the price is, about $100, $200, they, I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah, sports shoes, um, <laughs> you know, basketball, sneakers, certainly can be be quite expensive and can range, yep. you know, on average $100 to $120, $130. So, yeah, right. And I guess what you're also saying is if you divide that over, say, the 12 months that you're recommending for people to, you know, maybe get refitted and re-looking at that, yeah. you know, that's a different way of looking the cost too, I guess, too. Yeah. But I think that's really important thing to be aware of, isn't it, that we, a lot of people will invest yeah. in footwear. Yeah. But when it comes to other items of sports clothing, it's yeah. really important to consider those as well. How do you think wearing a sports bra can help with self-confidence? Look, I think just feeling secure gives confidence. So if you are minimising the bounce and not having to worry about the jiggle or the bounce from not wearing a supportive bra, I think that can be very, very distracting if you don't have that support. So I think that that can give confidence. 
if they if they have a bra that isn't fitting well or is uncomfortable or they can feel that they are bouncing too much or they feel self-conscious that people are looking at their boobs because they're bouncing, they're not going to be the best they can be. They're not going to play how they want to because they're just feeling distracted and uncomfortable. So I think having that support will give them confidence because it's just something, another thing that they just don't have to think about. Exactly, yeah. and they can focus on the game and what they're doing. Absolutely, um, yeah, and yeah. doing the best they can at that moment. So, yeah, yeah it makes often, sense. I often see young girls who are hunched over, who are covering up their bus, who are clearly uncomfortable, and I just want them not to have to worry about it. You know, because they have enough things to worry about, and I think that if that's one thing that that we can do to make them feel comfortable, then you know, it's sort of ticking another box. Yeah. yeah. What are some of your don't do suggestions? So I'd say always be aware of um, how the bra is supporting you, meaning don't keep it for years and years and years until it's almost falling apart. Definitely look at a replacement sort of within 12 months or it could be earlier if you're wearing it often. I would say to rotate between probably three bras. I have three sports bras, one in the drawer, one to wear, one in the wash, and they will last longer as well. So you could get a couple of years if you wore sort of three in rotation. So not to do is I wouldn't wear a bra over top of another bra because I think it's just too much distraction, too much sticking in, too much wires. What are some of your definitely do suggestions? Just to know how important a sports bra is when you're playing sport. And the sports bra can tell you what great technology it has and come in amazing colours, but if it's not the right fit, it's not going to give you what you need. I would say make sure to go in for a bra fitting with an experienced bra fitter because they're used to fitting with a range of different styles as well as body shapes ages different activities and to trust in them when they make suggestions for you but in the end it's what feels good to you and what feels like it fits well to you because you're the one who has to wear it and have the courage to give it a go (laughs) have the courage to give it a go and to speak up too so the more information you give us because we certainly don't want to convince you to wear a particular style it has to be right for you so to speak up let us know what's working and what's not working with the sports bra we've sort of handed to you and we'll keep working with you to find the right bra. And I guess that's the key too, isn't it? There aren't any silly questions. Um, Any question a young woman may have is a valid question. Um, It's a new experience and just to be able to use her voice and and ask those questions. Absolutely. Look, there's also the option of a virtual fitting as well which is, we call them Zoom fits, where it's just over a video and we can just talk to you, look at the bra that you've got on and make suggestions that way. Mm-hmm. So a lot of women who can't get in because of you know their family or their job or live in regional areas or may have social anxiety can be lots, lots of different reasons. Um, a video call can work too. And I'd also just say that, um, so we fit by eye. I mentioned about the tape measure as well. So When you see a bra fitter without a tape measure, which traditionally it's always been the way you fit bras, but unfortunately about 85% of women in the wrong size bra and quite often that's due to a tape measure and numbers, it's a sign of a very good 
bra fitter when she does not have a tape measure because she can see what you need just mm-hmm. by by a visual. So so don't be concerned if she doesn't have a, uh, have a tape measure. Maxine, thank you so much for joining us today. Valuable information. I think will be really helpful for many young players, but also families as well. Uh, the key things to take into consideration when starting out and factoring in having appropriate support yep. when getting on the court. Yep. Great. Thanks for having me. Thank you. <laughs> One White Minute. I just wanted to let you know that being anxious and overwhelmed is something that does happen in our everyday life. Hi, I'm Jo White, and right now I'm going to take you through 60 seconds that will quieten the noise using your five senses. This is One White Minute. Keep your eyes open and listen to my voice. And if you can't do this right now, you can save it for later. Look around you right now and name five things you can see. Great. Now touch four things around you right now. What do they feel like? Awesome. Now what can you hear? Name three things. What about smell? What are two things you can smell right now? Taste. Think about one thing you can taste in your mouth. You are now using your mind and your body to help you focus and be present. This is what the present moment feels like. You have successfully quietened the noise. Aren't you awesome? Well done. Pause beyond the court.